Welcome to another podcast from your friends here at the Wolf Football Insider. This is Javier Monet from our Studio 5 of our headquarters in the city of Atlanta. And I am joined by two journalists that live and breathe the beautiful game and have followed the World Cup minute to minute, second to second. Their names, Gerard Ferrick and Aaron Bauer. Gentlemen, welcome. The round of 16 is here and we have some very interesting matchups that quite frankly belong to the semifinals of the tournament or could even be the final of the World Cup. Let's review all eight games, shall we? On Saturday, Uruguay faces Portugal. Suarez and Cavani versus Cristiano Ronaldo. Too tight to call, Gerard? Oh, it should be a cracker of a game, and it's going to be close, but I think the key is that Uruguay gets uh, Jose Jimenez back uh, from his injury so that he and Godin will be back in partnership in the defense, and I think that'll be the difference, Uruguay, to go through. What do you think, Aaron? I think this is the time for Cristiano Ronaldo to shine on the biggest stage in the world. Uh, if he has a good game, Portugal will advance. If he does, has an average game, Portugal will not advance, and that's what you want from a superstar on the, the global stage. I, I think this, this will be a legacy-defining game if it's successful for him. Prediction? 2-1 Portugal. I'll say 2-1 Uruguay. All right. I'm with you. Uruguay goes through. Also on Saturday, we have two world champions going at it. France versus Argentina. We haven't seen much from the French, and we have seen a nightmare turn into a dream from Messi and the Argentines. Gentlemen, is Messi back and ready to upset this very talented yet subdued French team? Mr. Bauer? I said Argentina would go to the quarterfinals. I'm sticking with my prediction. <laughs> Okay. I think uh, both these teams have some serious worries when it comes to psychologically. <laughs> uh, they're both fragile in that way, but uh, I, despite Argentina's win in the last group game, that all that does is paper over the fact that it's not a very good team. So I'm going to pick France in this one. I gotta disagree. Messi's coming alive. Messi's going through. Anyway, on Sunday, the day starts with Spain versus Russia. It should be a fairly accessible game for the Spaniards, even though my country, by the way, has not been very consistent up until now. So what do you expect from the 2010 World Champions this time, Aaron? I expect a, a cracker of a game where they just expose how much of a fraud team Russia is. We had those two good wins for Russia because they were gifted two easy opponents to start this World Cup. Uruguay showed that this team is not at the caliber of being in the round of 16, but was gifted an easy group. I expect a 4-0 win by Spain. 4-0! Yes, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go that far. I'll say, uh, but I will say it'll probably be 3-1 Spain. It's not it's easy. Not huh? gonna be, it's not going to be difficult. I don't know. It's going to be a win for Spain. <laughs> 2 nothing, suffering until the last second. Anyway, also on Sunday, Croatia faces Denmark. Modric and Rakitic seem to run this Croatian team on a cruise control. Any chance of a Danish upset? Uh, sure, there's a chance. I, these teams are... Uh, Croatia has really impressed me so far. Uh, not only in defense, which they showed, you know, in qualifying as well, but uh, they've they've got enough of an offensive threat up front, with the, especially with the two men you mentioned. Uh, 
Denmark, I still think Croatia goes through, but Denmark will give it a good fight. It'll be, you know, only a goal between the two. It's loath as I am to agree with Gerard. I think this is the the dark horse game that goes to extra time that you weren't expecting in the round of 16. I think Croatia should easily win. I think they're a much better side. I think they're a dark horse to make it to the semifinals. But, well said. But at the same time, Denmark has shown time and time again they won't go away despite how much I would like them to. And I think this one gets decided one nothing in extra time. I think Croatia gets frustrated. Denmark, led by Eriksson, gets some nice counterattacks. But ultimately, the better side will prevail, which is Croatia. I disagree. 3-1 to one, Croatia. Easy game for the Balkanic team. Mm -hmm. Let's go to Monday because Brazil faces Mexico. The Brazilians have certainly improved since their last game. And Mexico seems a bit deflated after their first two victories. Now, has the Mexican dream of reaching the quarterfinals for the first time since 1986 come to an end? Mr. Ferrick. Uh, yes. I, actually, I think uh, so far, if I were to pick a team that's going to lift the trophy, it's Brazil. I've been very impressed with Brazil. Still? Yes, still. Uh -huh. and, uh, and I have, uh, I think Mexico will play better than they did that last group game, but unfortunately they will play nowhere near good enough to beat Brazil. This one should not be that difficult for Brazil. Mr. Bauer, what are we going to do with Osorio if he loses this match? I think he's going to come and coach the United States national team, which I'll be very excited about. More well. like, yes, I love Osorio, as I've said on this podcast numerous times. Most likely he'll go back to Colombia and coach that national team um, where he's from, but I think this is this is a matchup is one of the traditional round of 16 ones that everyone wishes was a quarterfinal or semifinal um, matchup. Mexico, I think, is not the team that lost to Sweden. I think the team got complacent and Sweden got aggressive and saw blood after what Germany did to them. And I, I, I think these are two very good teams. I agree with Br Gerard um, again that Brazil is going to win this tournament. I think Chiche has created a squad that is cohesive, it is dominant, it's not the Jogo Bonita of Pele where they're going to win six to two, but they are pragmatic and they will defeat you two nothing in a way that you weren't expecting and you never had a chance to begin with. So uh, I think Brazil will march to the finals. Uh, this one will be a 3-1 win for them. Uh, okay. Monday afternoon, <clears throat> Belgium, Belgium, Belgium. Be careful with them because they seem to have an easy match against Japan. There are those who think that the Belgians have everything to win the World Cup, and I am including in that group. Is this going to be a blowout against the Japanese, Mr. Ferg? Uh, it could, it has all the hallmarks yes. of, a, of a blowout because this is on paper, again, this looks like the biggest discrepancy <laughs> even more I think than the Russia match I to me but that being said the the Japanese are, are a plucky bunch they may put up a fight but the Belgians my goodness they have they have such depth and should they even run into some problems they've got people that they can bring in off the bench late in the match to cause nightmares for the opposition so I really don't think that's going to be the case here I think this game could be over by halftime I 3-0, 4-0, 4-1. It's not going to be close. Uh, I agree. 
I, I just want to say that this group of four teams I really hate because they are my four favorite teams in the World Cup, and uh -huh. they're playing each other, and then the winners of those two will have to play each other. So of those four, only one can make the semifinals. Uh, I love Brazil, love Mexico, love Belgium and Japan. Those have been my four teams I've glommed onto with the U.S. not being in the World Cup. Get rid of your feelings. Get rid of your feelings. <laughs> All right, well, I'm just, I'm just, you know, sometimes we need to set the scene like Brazil does with their play. Now, uh, I think Belgium will win, but I think this is going to be a 2-1 tighter game. Uh, Japan has the counterattack that operated so well against Colombia and uh, against Senegal. They came back and tied that game 2-2, which ultimately put them through. Um, if we think about it. Now, Japan has some attackers off the bench that are experienced, such as Keisuke Honda and uh, Shinzi Okazaki, and, you know, they can, they can cut through Belgium. But I think overall Belgium has the talent But once again, last year in the round, of, or last World Cup in the round of 16, the United States only lost to Belgium 2-1. A team could get hot, and who knows what happens. I think that's the same scoreline here. All right, and finally on Tuesday, Sweden and Switzerland will play a game with no superstars, but uh, two teams that are very disciplined and simply don't give up. What's your prediction on this game? Go, go Swiss. <laughs> yeah, I, I, everything that Shakiri, this tournament. You like Shakiri, don't I like you? Shakiri. I like him a lot. I, it, multicultural Switzerland and multicultural Sweden. It's it's two multicultural teams you wouldn't expect. It's cool to see them in the round of 16, but go Swiss. 3-1 victory. Gerard? Uh, one, I, I, this is a tough one. This, to me, is probably the toughest call in the group. I'm going to lean towards Sweden. I think the Swiss will miss their captain, Licksteiner, who picked up a second yellow and who is out for this game. Um, I know that's not much to base it on, but I, these two teams are very, very close to me, and I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Sweden. Penalties, Switzerland. That's my last word. The last game of the round of 16 is, in my mind, an explosive game. The very exciting Colombian team will face England, a squad that is capable of beating anybody if Harry Kane keeps on being on fire. Does anybody here at this table smell a South American upset like I do? I would say it, a lot of it depends on Hamas and his injury. Um, if he's not healthy, That's, I think it's going to be a little difficult, but uh, the other thing you have to think about is never underestimate the ability of England to choke in a, in a, in a World Cup. So I'm not 100% sure, one, how good they are. They, they were impressive in their first two games, but those first two games were against, you know, let's be honest, not the greatest competition. And then the third game, they just changed everybody out against Belgium, and it was like, you know, whatever. So really there to me it, it, this one could be one of these things where you could go all the way from a blowout for England to like uh, to Colombia actually winning it I and again it's Too close it, to call. it's it's not as I I'm gonna go because it doesn't look like Thomas is gonna be okay right. for this I'm gonna go with England but I think it's gonna be close I don't think it's gonna be a blowout 2-1 maybe All right, Aaron, tell him why he's wrong. <laughs> well, football may not be coming home, but football is at least going to the semifinals. England have set themselves up for What? success. I truly believe they're going to beat Colombia 2-1 or 3-1. I like this team. They're young. They're hungry. They don't have the burdens of English teams of the past. 
It, they're fun. Every it, English team has the burden of English I, teams of the past. <laughs> I really don't think so. I think these guys, it, it's it's a new England. It's a new era. I really, really like what they're doing. And I think Harry Kane is going to step up where previous captains have not. If they get past Colombia, they should have an easy road to the semifinals. And when you're in the semifinals of the World Cup, anything can happen because you deserve to be there. I'm going to tell you what the score is going to be. 3-2 Colombia. Falcao comes alive. Quintero is the assist. All right. All right. Is, All that, right. is that 3-2 with or without Hamas? Without Hamas. Oh. Without okay. Hamas. Bold. Right. That's bold. That's a bold prediction right there. All right. I like it. All right. Thanks, gentlemen. Your insights are always appreciated. For those of you who listen, you should know the message by now. We like your loyalty and expect you to follow us like you've been doing in our World Football Insider webpage and social media. This is Javier Monet saying ciao, ciao. 